Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Games I Guess podcast. This is Games I Guess, episode 7 for Thursday, September 15th, 2022. My name is Casey Tig, and joining me, as usual, Ian, welcome back. Thank you. I'm here, <laughs> and it's good to be back. Excellent. Also, Josh Musser returns. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Josh. What the fuck is that? <laughs> God damn, man. People are calling the CPS. Some, uh, what a great panel we've got here. Games, I guess, available wherever you get your podcasts. That's Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, Stitcher, and more. Also, don't forget you can find the video show over on the YouTube channel. Uh, maybe? I don't know if this episode's gonna be up there or not. Uh, but wherever you get the show, uh, make sure you subscribe, follow, drop reviews and comments and all that stuff. It really helps us out. But from all of us here, uh, thanks for being here and thanks for listening. So, yeah, thanks, Josh, for listening to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's my job, man. I can't. No, no, no. Technically, I, that's true. I can respect that. I can respect that. I, uh, I'm in a similar boat where I have to listen to my, my own voice a lot. So, like, I'm just used to it. Uh, I don't hate my voice like a lot of people do. I hate your voice. I figured. I mean, <laughs> uh, so this week's a little bit special. We said we we're gonna have Pam of uh, Cannot Be Tamed uh, on, but it was like a whole thing. Josh and Ian are doing like a game jam thing, and then just coincidentally, I have some like career stuff happening, popping off all at once. So it's kind of just uh, happening to be us not doing shows. For the next couple of weeks, this is sort of like a mini show. We're going to talk about what we're playing and stuff. Um, and also, Pam, according to Twitter, her fucking apartment building or whatever, got her, the power got shut off today. So, I mean, who knows? Yeah, it might not have worked out anyway. She's sitting in the dark, all her food spoiling. <laughs> Good. I wish I could be on games, I guess, right now. <laughs> That's really the, the top uh, yeah. <laughs> the top priority. Oh, God, I missed out. <laughs> Just one tear going down her cheek. In the dark. In the dark. <laughs> like the moon, the moonlight's like reflecting off of it. Pint of uh, melted ice cream in her hand. Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, welcome to Games I Guess. <laughs> the best and most popular video game podcast on Apple in New Zealand. Hell yeah. Hell for yeah. the last couple of weeks, anyway. Are there Thank any you. New Zealand companies? Yeah, to the New sponsors? Zealand folks. Uh, more realistically, thanks, Dave Zemanski, <laughs> for uh, be, being on that one show and pulling in the numbers for us. Uh, but I guess uh, I guess we could talk about you know whatever we're playing. We're both kind of actually no, we thought we had our IRL shindig visit, uh, which was epic. Okay. We had cigars, and Josh almost died smoking a stogie. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I've never smoked in my life except for. Uh, one cigarette, and I. Th there's a whole story attached to that, and uh, we'll just confess that. And yeah. uh, and then like really cheap cigars. So this is like the first like big intake of of nicotine that I've had in my body. Macanudo knocked him on his macanoodle, <laughs> and I was unaware that that had a that kind of effect. Uh, and and it whooped my ass for a good like twenty minutes. Yeah, I was waiting because we were just we were all sitting outside, and I was waiting for you to just throw up on Ian. I thought that that massive chicken Alfredo dinner was gonna be all <laughs> over my lap. That, it was a uh, it was it was it was uh, touch and go there for a little bit, though. I'll admit. I'm glad you made it out. I, my 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 hatred of of puking really uh, held that in. 
Yeah, I mean, nobody... I don't know, I'm pretty good with puking. I'm just like, let's do it. It's alright. There was it's one like, time I was like that, and that was the 21st birthday. I just <laughs> had to get it out. Yeah. Wow, what a fucking yeah, day that man. was. We were laying in my, uh, drunk off our asses. <laughs> just laying in, uh, in, our, in my driveway. Just rolling around. <laughs> it was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you puked then in the grass, and, and I just looked over, and he was like, shit. Yeah. And I, what happened to me later is like we went to go sleep on the couch, on like on like the L couch, and then like in the middle of the night, I just I was like, "Well, here we go." <laughs> and uh, I just went it's to the that bathroom. time. Yeah. I think we've we've all been there where you do, where you have the uh, the adult vomit where you're like, "Yep, I'm gonna go do this." I'm a grown up <laughs> now. You slowly walk to the toilet. <laughs> you have you exchange like eye contact with the toilet for a moment beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> We're I'm not sure this. how this turned into, uh, you know, inebriated stories, but this is a good opportunity for us to plug our friends over at Pores and Pixels. They do a, a game-related podcast with a, uh, I guess, a boozy spin on it. Ian was a guest over there recently, nice. and uh, yeah, I got to talking to one of them. I don't know who the fuck you are, but you seemed really nice, and I figured, why not? <laughs> Let's shout you out right here now. Um, yeah, Pores I... and Pixels. <laughs> what are their names? Tyler and who? You don't know either. Uh, Tyler and DJ. DJ. I, I must have spoke to DJ. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll send the check <coughs> once, you, uh, once you plug us on your show. That's a, that's a joke. Oh, so um, anything else to say about our in real life visit? It was just good times, really. And it's none yeah. of your fucking business, actually. What are we playing? <laughs> uh, who's going first? Me? First? I don't care. I don't care. Do I have to say um, what happens when Casey doesn't say anything? Does the show just nothing, fall apart? Most likely, yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel special now. Uh, well, we, Josh, we, go ahead. We played, we played Destiny. Um, not the oh, we're we gonna talk I about Destiny willingly. You brought it up yourself. I haven't been that mad at a game in a long time. <laughs> it was, was the most beautiful, upset. like Josh encounter because it was some really, really difficult Destiny platform. Well, let's, uh, it, the, let's, the let's amount bring, of waiting. Hold on, let's 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 let the listener, the Destiny player listener, understand where we're at here. So we're doing King's Fall, we're doing it five man. So we're already down a man, but whatever. We get through the first, you know, little court of orcs thing where you have to dunk the the balls or whatever. The tomb ship platforming section was Josh's like bane. He was just. He was the last one there. He kept fucking falling and shit. And he was really tweaking out. I would, I'd, I'd like to hear your, your version of things. If you don't, I, what since you brought me it up. off, what pissed me off? <laughs> I mean, I was having a good time. I was having a good time with my friends, up until that point, despite the fact that it was destiny. And you know, I went back to complaining because you all complained that I wasn't complaining. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll go back to complaining. Josh, like, I'll take one for the team and start pitching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was a good time. And then, because, you know, that kind of complaining, you know, it's like, well, whatever. Ha ah, funny. Uh, even though I mean it, but it's it's not that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of layers that, to this. <laughs> but once we get that to that uh, fucking platforming section, halfway fucking through, there's only one checkpoint. And it's halfway through. You and should be blessed. You're blessed with a checkpoint. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, thank, 
fucking Christ, Bungie. Thank you so much for that one checkpoint where you have to wait five fucking minutes for a fucking platform to float by. Then one one that doesn't even fucking, you don't even jump on because that only it happens to disappear right there and, to, and, and the other one appears and it takes for fucking ever. And meanwhile, the entire fucking team is waiting for me uh, over there like, like, fucking, I, I don't we know. We were cheering you <laughs> Looking on, like man, a Sarah McLaughlin, felt like a Sarah McLaughlin commercial, like, every fucking time I fell off the goddamn thing and you're all over there like, oh, A puppy Josh. died every time Josh fell off. It's exactly. Now, and, but to uh, be fair, you don't have to wait five minutes for that tomb ship to show up if you don't fucking fall off in the first place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I, the, the how many times I had to jump onto that one platform that was just high enough where oh. I could, I had to fucking get the, just the most precise fucking, I got out my goddamn protractor, my fucking uh, uh, rulers and, and fucking trapper keepers from the 90s with my notes from goddamn math class and get that goddamn angle just right to get on that fucking one platform. You okay? <laughs> I think it'd on. be interesting. It'd be an interesting experiment. Aneurysm. If we can, uh, you know, like a lot of times you'll see dumb YouTube content where it's like uh, they have eye trackers and stuff. They're like, where are they looking <laughs> on the screen? We should get something like that for Josh. Only it's like uh, we, should, we, we need a way to like monitor his blood pressure as he speaks about <laughs> destiny. Well, it got to the point where I was getting angry and angry and angry. And then I always hit this point where I get that angry and I'm just like, Fuck. Hits, hits critical level and just the air horn sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I legitimately thought you were going to leave. I legitimately thought you were going to leave. I was quit. close. Yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that if I had left, you guys would have been... I mean, we were already fucked being a man down because we only had five players. But but if I had left, there's no way that we even... That there was any kind of shot at that that first... The first quote encounter of the... Yeah. You know, whatever boss that was. <laughs> Look, yeah, we, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I think, I think at some point, Josh, you're gonna have to reconcile to some extent with the <laughs> fact that platforming has been part of first-person shooters for 30 years now, and, that and maybe, it's never been good. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, it's just something you're going to have to uh, figure out how to jive with. Maybe it's interesting. Jive with the fucking dick in their asshole. How about that? Oh god, <laughs> extreme, but uh, but fair. I don't like your game. I'll sodomize you. <laughs> um, actually, I thought of Josh uh, when I played Ultra Kill, because I actually, for the first time ever, sort of related to that sort of platformy. I don't know. I didn't like how platformy that game was. Um, but, well, you know what. There's another game that's FPS, you know, it's first-person view. Uh, although I, it's not a good example because I fucking lost my shit on stream during this. But uh, <laughs> Cluster Truck, I Cluster played it, and, and it's fun until it's not. And I fucking. It's funny how that. There works. might even be. I I don't know if that got recorded or if it's gone for into the ether. But that people loved it. People loved watching it. They love rage bait shit, and that's what that was. And well, that's what we've I been was, trying to say, Josh. Is that like you? You fill a very niche, uh, profitable, desired <laughs> niche. Where it, feels like, it makes me feel like a fetish prostitute. Like, <laughs> well, you kind of are. Like, just, even just yesterday, somebody on YouTube, I guess, stumbled on the uh, games at gunpoint Dark Souls series, and like, this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 they were like, 
They're like, I'm over here wheezing. <laughs> and you know, there you just go, man. It wouldn't have been that way without without you. You are the uh, the spice. So. <laughs> You've got the goods. Yeah, the th- yeah. But back to Destiny, real quick. Um, you did fine. Like that's supposed to be frustrating, especially your first time. Uh, and, and having a being a man down doesn't really matter for that part. But every single one of us that was waiting on you didn't give a fuck. Like at least Ryan and myself, we've been that guy who's jumping forehead first into all the dumb ships and falling well, while the rest of the team is, you know, waiting. That that feeling comes from a deep rooted thing. Like I, outside of Destiny, if I'm ever like on a team and I feel like I'm letting them down, whether they feel like that or not, it just I don't oh, yeah. like it. Well, just imagine playing with a bunch of fucking like strangers who've got shit. To that would have been like, horrible. That's what I mean. It's it's so much raiding with friends is the way to go because. I don't know. Shit like that. I don't know. Everybody's way more understanding. Um, I wasn't even... I, was, I wasn't even, like, containing a slight annoyance at you failing there. Like, I was just... I was happy well, it, it was even weirder, because, like, the angrier I got, the quieter you guys got. And it felt well, like... All of us did like, not... You know, we we didn't want you to, to rage quit. You quit. Yeah. <laughs> we knew that you were on the fucking knife's edge, man. We, <laughs> we didn't want to... Tip you in the uh, the wrong direction, I guess. It doesn't help every time we say something encouraging. You're like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, because when I'm in, because with that happening, everything you say, whether you, whether you mean it or not, sounds very uh, <laughs> very patronizing. Like, oh, little Josh having trouble with the jumps. Yeah, it's bad like. little guy. Bad video games. You'll grow up someday. Yeah. No. Well, to be real though, like if you if you play some like pretty i don't know inconsequential destiny content and get your power level up uh i don't know you've you've played more raid content now i think than actual just bullshit <laughs> destiny content which is not a great balance like i I, th- I think you could probably be more comfortable with the systems and the controls and all that honestly what was happening before with with uh ryan while we we're waiting for you to get Nox up to up to speed uh, I that was when I was having the most fun bitching. That's my yeah. fun in Destiny. It's just complaining about everything. I'm over here trying to explain to Knox like important things, and you're over here like like you're a stand up comic on set, just doing your <laughs> doing your bit. Uh, I don't know. We may have scared Knox away from Destiny entirely. I'll try to. I mean, raid content is pretty intimidating. Yeah at the end of the day like it's 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 you know even for me I, I i was telling josh this the other day i find it i find it really cool um but it definitely it's just an order of magnitude more exhausting than like dungeon content for instance well you were mentioning dungeons um, like a nice balance between fucking around and and raids yeah dungeons are my fa- i think my favorite they're just the the happy the happy medium for me not that i not that i dislike my experience with raids but i definitely it's a more visceral sort of exhaustion because you just have to be so precise and think about so many things. Um, obviously, once you know uh, that stuff, uh, I, you know, I'm sure it's uh, it's much better. But the process of learning can be uh, uh, taxing. Yeah, certainly. I see that. It, I mean, it would help if we weren't like a man down and if Knox and Josh didn't feel like they were barely doing damage and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty easily remedied if we just got you guys like up to power. That's always um, the shit too. Only if you got this gun, and then we go on a fucking ten. Hey, you know your your loadouts and shit are fine. It's literally just your number is not high enough. 
Like you're basically think of it as you're a, you're a little under leveled, like just a little under leveled. Um, so Need you're taking more damage. Well, the mods. That's yeah. Anybody that plays Destiny will tell you that the mod system is ass. Like the way they handle that. Um, I still don't have shotgun ammo finder. <laughs> I mean, I still don't have some mods either. Uh, yeah. For a while there, I was trying to keep on top of you know what mods were selling so I could let you know, but I've kind of fallen off that. So my bad. Anyway, what we talked about Destiny. I wasn't anticipating that. For those curious about Josh's Destiny journey, uh, in our uh, King's Fall journey, we were not able to do totems. That's the name of the encounter we stopped on. Uh, so we'll update you if we ever do. Huh? What a, what a thing to end on, too, that, that fucking shit. <laughs> it's honestly, it, it was just, it was like a perfect storm of just bad stuff. Like, with being underleveled and no mods and uh, being a man down. Like, you really feel that man down in that encounter in particular, just because it's a relay race. Uh, anyway, that's a big Destiny block I did not anticipate, and I wanted this to be shorter. Uh, anything else you're playing, Josh? Oh, yeah, yeah, the... The, the camp game, what is it called? Camp Canyonwood, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I, got, I got to play a little bit of that, and that is very much an early access game. Um, I would say too early access, because uh, my, my whole thing with it, I, I didn't get to play that much because there's not enough content, um, for one. And, and two, it feels like you, you get in there and there's a little bit of a tutorial, then it's just like, like like a couple things in the tutorial. It's like, all right, well, play. <laughs> okay, um, I, I I get the gist. Basically, you you play as this bird creature as a camp counselor who who gets hired at this camp, and the camp is like uh, on the downturn, and they're trying to get their reputation back up. So you have to please the camp campers by getting them badges, or I guess like scout badges. You have to please um, the campers. Well, let's not take it that way. Uh, <laughs> but you have to make them happy by by keeping them uh, entertained and safe and yada yada yada, um, while also upgrading the camp. Um, so, like one of the very first things I notice is that there's like this uh, stamina energy system that you can run out of energy for the day, a la like uh, Stardew Valley, if you do too much uh, like chopping or or mining or whatever. And <clears throat> one of the very first things you need to do is donate 50, 50 pieces of wood to one of the employees there in order to get some sort of upgrade for the camp. And so you go, okay, well, I have, I have an axe. I'll go chop down a tree. Um, so you go to chop down a tree, and it takes you literal minutes to chop down one tree, and it takes like a good like half to maybe even three-quarters of your energy that you have could you say you have an axe to grind with this game? And anyway, so the... <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm going to ignore him. Damn. <laughs> That's my job. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and then at the end of it all, you chop down this tree and you get like three pieces to donate. And that's not exaggerating. Why exaggerating? Do you say like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Put the wrong emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllable. Fosses, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you, there's like I, it would be near impossible uh, to get that done in any kind of like reasonable amount of time. You can buy axes for your campers to go chop down stuff, and they have some autonomy 
<clears throat> where they'll go and do stuff, but they're constantly complaining if you just let them do stuff on their own about things that they don't want to do or want to do. Um, do they complain yeah, more or less than you do when you're in a Destiny raid? Less, but that's besides the point. Okay. Uh, they're constantly nagging you. They're constantly getting hurt. There's like bears and bees and shit. So they'll wander off to go do something and then they, they're, all of a sudden they're getting attacked by bears. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I want to go home. It's like, I don't know what to do. I don't even know what to do about that. How am I supposed to fend off a bear? I, all I have is an axe and it doesn't chop the bear, it chops trees. Uh, <laughs> there's some exploration in the game too. And, and, and the whole like vibe of the game is actually kind of interesting. It's got some nice like dry humor to it. Um, has it, it seems like it's very heavily inspired by uh, clay, you know, especially like don't starve, that kind of thing, um, and just the way that it plays and things like that. But there's just not enough added in, I think, to to enjoy it. Is it in early point. access currently? You said yes. it was. Okay. Yeah, it's early access, and and actually, I think um, they only just this past Tuesday. Uh, came out with an update, and I think they're planning on updating every month, but this past Tuesday is version point two, to give you an idea of where they're at. That's pretty uh, early. They call it, yeah, they're calling it the Plateau Update, so maybe that adds a little bit more, but from the changes I looked at, it's nothing that's going to really massively help uh, enjoy the game anymore. It's just added content, but there's really no fix to balances or right. uh, anything like that. So, How do you feel about the, the, uh, the $20 price tag i mean at this point at this point i think it's expensive i think for the potential um you know that that might be worth that eventually as they update and add stuff and fix things and rebalance um but if they're gonna have it out this early maybe they should lower the the price point um and that you know as an early like an early bird type of thing and then you know when they're yeah. getting to full release, maybe by then it'll be worth twenty or even more, even more than that, depending on how it's doing. Right. Well, that's uh, that's Camp Canyonwood. Um, we'll probably touch on that again uh, after I don't know, probably after the the point five or something. I'm sure Josh will hop back in and see how it's improved. Um, it is kind of my thing overall. But. Right. No, I'm sure. Like I don't know. It's got to be really tricky to get like balance for things like that, right? Yeah. Um, but it seems like it's really overtuned. Uh, so yeah, they, yeah. I guess we'll Jesus. we'll see how it goes. Uh, Ian, haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, yeah. So so um, unlike Josh, I actually enjoyed the stuff that I've been playing. Um, and <laughs> in particular, uh, it was uh, so uh, when I was down in the states uh, visiting, um, I brought my PlayStation Three with me, and uh, was playing uh, Rule of Rose in the evenings. Which is uh, sort of a deep cut PlayStation 2 uh, survival horror game uh, made by a, little, a student, non existent, now defunct studio called Punchline. Um, and it didn't really get much of a wide release because it was uh, at the heart of sort of a uh, moral <laughs> turmoil when it came out because a bunch of people thought that it was basically just a child murdering simulator, which it's <laughs> not. <laughs> um, but I guess a bunch of like UK politicians uh, sort of baselessly attacked it uh, for content that wasn't actually in it, and it ended up getting banned in a bunch of different places. And Jesus. Uh, yeah, it sort of got discontinued. Um, so it's been cool to sort of uh, see it and see what all the fuss is about. It's not as it's not 
I mean, I wouldn't really call it lurid uh, at all. To be honest, it definitely interfaces with some disturbing themes, as survival horror does. Um, it's it, you know the premise is that you play as this teenaged orphan um, who uh, gets sort of spirited away into this. I think it's sort of an alternate dimension. Um, finds herself on this airship um, where a bunch of other teenage girls have formed this sort of rigid, hierarchical, almost Lord of the Flies style um, or uh, societal organization. Hmm. Um, and uh, it has it has this incredible dreamlike quality. It's got sort of that Edward Gorey like whimsical horror uh, turn of the century sort of feel to it. Um, you know, and like I say, it does uh, interface with some uh, uh, disturbing themes. Um, uh, I think as far as I am in it now, the sense that I'm getting is that it's sort of key thematic target uh, is sort of like, you know, coming of age into, you know, sort of rigid societal expectations of femininity. Um, so that definitely it deals with issues of class and sexuality. Um, and I can see why sort of looking at that through the lens of a teenager could make some people uncomfortable. I think it's actually handled pretty tastefully, certainly just as tastefully as like, yeah, like Lord of the Flies, you know, right. and sort of, you know, pulling back and saying, ah, you know, you know, uh, childlike innocence is sort of almost amoral, right? And uh, and so can be sort of horrifying, but like, how does this reflect on our society as a whole? So that's pretty cool. I always like it when, when uh, you know, horror sort of tries to tackle, you know, heady themes like that. Um, so yeah, I, I really, I, I've really been enjoying it. So uh, it's certainly flawed in the way that a lot of those early survival horror uh, are flawed, the, the combat is even among its peers. It's like particularly abysmal, but uh, the vibe just keeps it going for me. So. Nice. And that's uh, it's basically a collector's item at this point, right? Like you can't just It is. Out. Yeah, I was really yeah. lucky to find it uh, uh, at the value that I did, um, an actual copy of the game. So um, I'll be holding on to that for sure yeah kind of becoming your thing too right your hobby uh collecting i really idea. fell into it yeah it's 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 especially especially the the old school survival horror there's just something about i love that genre so much and just something about sort of having the you know a nice little collection of vintage survival horror games there's something really appealing about that to me i would say it's me. probably the most like unrepresented from a like a game's uh preservation side of things it's yeah survival horror isn't particularly well preserved no and i mean there are tons i mean obviously the ongoing you know s struggles with getting you know uh, uh even you know remasters of the various silent hill games is really right. a testament to that and there are a bunch that like weren't even released in north america so like uh, the Siren series, for instance, North America got one and three, but Siren two was only ever released in England. You know, mm -hmm. we play it on like PAL systems, stupid what shit like that. What the fuck's up with you, Konami? What what, what what's your problem? Called out on the game. Games I Guess yeah. podcast. Yeah, listen up, Konami. Get get over your. Why do you say self. Konami like that? <laughs> listen, Konami. Konami. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. 
Yeah, I don't think you're saying it that weird either, but for some reason you're saying it just a little weird, and it's like triggering my. Miami. Uh, I was on, doing Konami? some character. I was doing some character auditions earlier today, and maybe maybe like that's messing with my. Uh, it's rubbing off. Yeah, it's messing with my my my. Oh man. Speaking. <laughs> uh, so as far as like stuff I've been playing, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about. Uh, I talked about it last episode. Tinykin. I went on to platinum that game. By accident, yeah. Uh, I, I, I seriously, no. It was like I, I finished the game and I look. I was looking through the achievements and I was missing one, and it was some dumb achievement like get eaten by a piranha plant or some shit. So I was like, okay, I'll just go in and get eaten by a piranha plant. And yeah, it was the last one I needed. Um, it was incredible. I loved it. I had a great time. Super charming little game. I'm not a Pikmin guy. I don't know anything about Pikmin really. Uh, Pikmin but if this is if this is similar to Pikmin, then I guess uh, I'm keen to try Pikmin, I guess. I don't know. Like, this was really up my alley. I really liked it. Pikmin uh, 4 is coming out on your favorite console ever. Hey, I like the Nintendo Switch just fine. I just think that among its peers, it kind of sucks. And as a handheld, it kind of sucks. But it's not my week for hot takes. I already did this. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, on top of Tinykin, did a little Destiny, as I, as I had said. I have not been actually playing too many games recently. I uh, last night I binged all of Rings of Power and all of House of the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm current on the, you know, the popular TV series uh, going on at the moment. I liked both of them very much. Um, Josh had mentioned that you need like some sort of uh, an understanding of like Middle Earth sort of history to to follow and i didn't i didn't find that to be the case i thought it was okay um there are some things that i'm sure went over yeah maybe i'm not sure um but i think it's still pretty enjoyable and house of the dragon was a big surprise for me i really liked it uh pretty badass stuff that's tv stuff any of that yeah, check it out if you if you've got the access to it um i think you'll dig it got the access hell yeah man the access yeah, man. Like, come on, Konami. Give me the Something else I wanted to say. Um, we all three played this. Uh, Forsake. It's like this co-op uh, horror. I mean, I guess those are kind of a dime a dozen these days. But uh, I I liked it. It took a minute. Like, at first, I was really unsure. It has a character to it. <laughs> yeah. When we were in the it's, hospital, uh, like I, I want to convince you guys to play it with me more because I'd like to get a better feel for it. Yeah, I mean I'm down to down to continue. I think I like the suburbs better than the hospital map. I though. thought the suburbs was yeah, a, quite quite a strong level. It was. It was pretty cool. Um, for those listening, it's basically you're in like this tiny little neighborhood and you actually come and go through what was it four houses? Yeah, or three. yeah. Four yeah, houses. so there are different houses and in this game there's like. Uh, Think Phasmo, but they add sort of exploratory incentives. Uh, like, so instead of getting money just for surviving, you get money for looting things that you find. So, like, you're opening drawers and collecting things and finding little notes with, you know, with uh, codes and stuff to open certain doors. Um, it's a bit, I don't know, it's not as sort of fleshed out as I'd like to see it, but it is it is early access, and I think that... Uh, I don't know, I like to see what they do with that. I like the sort of figure out the puzzle element to that game. It's and I a, like the loot. I liked looting things. 
it's a heavy dash. It's like it's got that phasma element. It's a heavy dash of devour as well with the collecting relics and then performing a ritual type of thing. Even though the ritual is just simply getting them to walk into the circle. Um, yeah. I th- um, we I think we talked about though that that the 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 enemy was like a little hyper aggressive, and I think that's why we like the suburbs better. Is because yeah, it's more, a space. more space, though. easier to yeah. make distance. Yeah. yeah. He was um, fucking trolling us in the hospital, man. Like he would just. He's up one of our asses all the time. Camping, camping the steps. Um, but I mean, as far as these games go, it's like it's it's the perfect. If you have a like a small group of friends, it's the perfect game to kind of buy. If if like it's like five bucks. Uh, and it ran well, no crashes. Yeah, yeah, it ran pretty well. It's pretty lightweight as far as visually, so you know, chances are you can run it. They need to fix the audio though, because it's like no matter what happens, no matter where in the level, like it sounds like it's like right next to you. Yeah, there's a lot of little polished things, I, I, I would say. Uh, there, there's, a oddly, a jump button. So you can, like, jump up on hedges and sort of, like, out-of-bounds yourself around houses and stuff to get away from the monster. And the monster gets hung up on geometry a lot. And um, But I don't know. I, we've only seen two of the levels. I think there's five, I think. Um, I'm keen to see more. And uh, hopefully they, you know, implement a bunch of changes because I thought it was pretty cool. For what it is, especially for the price. Yeah. Uh, but that's Forsake. Check that out. It's, uh, I think it's Steam only right now. Early access, five bucks. And have I been playing anything else? Temtem. I just installed Temtem again since uh, first time since uh, early access launched when I reviewed it. And uh, I hopped in for a little bit, didn't do much. But uh, I just remembered before the show, Josh mentioned that he also has Temtem. So it looks like. We have some Temtem in our future, uh, which is nice. And Ian now has a PlayStation 4, and I gave him Days Gone. So uh, within the next three years, you can expect us to talk about Days Gone, uh, I would imagine. (laughs) Going to pick up a copy of Ghost of Tsushima as well. Man, you're going to have to play that before Days Gone, honestly. It's it's the better game. It's such a good game. I love Days Gone, though. I mean, you're right. Ghost of Tsushima is, is... an amazing game, but yeah, definitely different vibes. But uh, they're both very good at what they do. And I'm, I'm a, uh, I don't know. Days Gone gets a lot of shit, and I say unfairly. And uh, I'm still pissed they're not getting a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did, uh, I did ask Dave Oshry to be on. I have yet to hear back, but I am told. I'm not told. I, I saw an interview of his where he says that he does eventually reply to every single message he gets. Um. So it's there's been that. Years. I don't um, know that there's anyone more online than Dave Oshry, so I believe him when he's, he's just he's, no. He's I, just I don't think you say. I don't think you say something like that and it not be true. Uh, yeah. But he did say like it might be a year, but I'll get back to you. <laughs> uh, I, I've played nothing else. I just watched TV and have been waiting on uh, like freelance stuff. I'm I'm working on some video stuff for Wow Such Gaming. I don't know if you know who that is. They do a lot of zombie content on the internet, and they have uh, they have a lot of subs. So apparently, somebody watches them. So that's it's good. I love it's all Josh. <laughs> just fucking watches. You watch it three point three million times. <laughs> uh, um, where were we? Indie shout. Sure. Uh, it's me this week. Everspace Two is my indie shout. That's from Rockfish. Uh, you've probably heard me talk about this game before. Maybe not on the podcast. It's just a really cool. Uh, sort of spaceship RPG game, which is just weird in general to say, I guess. You never leave your ship. You're just flying around really beautiful environments 
with pretty decent dogfighting sort of uh, controls and stuff. And I don't know. It's a really interesting blend of RPG and exploration. Isn't, and, isn't that the game where, like, you can spend, like, so much time getting this really nice big ship and everything like that, and then, like, if it blows up, it's gone? No, 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 no. No, you Am don't I lose of a different game? That's EVE Online, I think. That's what that is, okay. I don't know. I've never played EVE Online. There's a that bunch of those horrible. little space I, games. I never will. It's too... Yeah. <laughs> that's too hardcore for me. That sounds hardcore to me. Yeah, no thanks. Um, uh, Everspace 2 is in early access, so, like, half the game is voice acted, and then, like, some of it is not. Like, some of it, you kind of get the robot text-to-speech sort of... But you can turn that off. I do, because I, th I think it's distracting to have, like, I don't know, Siri speaking to you instead of... Microsoft Sam. Yeah, like whatever. Hey, Rockfish, uh, hire me. Hey, yeah, there's characters in there that you could play. There's one in particular. They're all douchebags. <laughs> it's only funny to me, I guess, because I know the character, but... Uh, hire my friend Josh to do voices. <laughs> he works. He works for free. <clears throat> uh, what? <laughs> it's like, uh, no. Uh, Everspace 2, what else? I, I don't know. It's, it's, it has, like, really nice levels, if, if you can call them levels. You kind of, they're, like, quasi-open world, kind of. Not really, because you sort of have to fast travel between points, since you're traveling through, like, space and, like, at light speed and shit. So it's not true open world, but it's a bunch of open environments that you can explore for, like, resources and do quests and things. Um, I don't know. It's just right up my alley. Looks great. It has a really cool sort of, like, French uh, techno kind of uh, soundtrack. I don't even know if that's an accurate description, but uh, I'm going to stick with it. It's 40 bucks US right now, and I think the price is going up when it leaves early access. And this is uh, an early access game that's like well into its development. It's not, uh, it's not like Camp Canyonwood where it's like point two or whatever. This is uh, I'm not sure what the version is. Will it tell me if I look? I don't want all this dead space on the. On oh, Game Pass too. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is on Game Pass. That's probably where to try it, honestly, since uh, you don't have to buy buy into it. You just. Uh, I can't. I can't see where the the version is but it, it's up there they're they're getting close to a uh, to their release and they keep releasing big chunky story updates and the story is okay it's you know a little ho-hum sci-fi but i mean that's not why i was playing it uh but yeah everspace 2 check that out uh, and since this is like a short ish uh weird episode we're skipping cover story we're skipping patch notes and uh surprise mechanics and we're gonna go straight into uh the hot take, which is Josh this week. And I'm not sure what you got for us. I'm so ready. But I do oh, have man. to uh, I do have to make sure that I get the the audio cue set up, right? Do you have do you have a spiel to go on? Are you prepared for that? I do, I have a short one, yeah. Okay. Well I'm gonna stop the music. And I'm gonna get the uh, the this music all set up. And uh, I guess I'm ready when you are, I guess. <laughs> Okay. Ratchet and Clank is a mediocre action platformer. The level design is formulaic, its mechanics are derivative, and the characters would be forgettable if the early 2000s enema full of nostalgia that everyone seems to be reverse chugging wasn't keeping them alive. On top of standing on all the shoulders of several PS1 games of the same genre, it still manages to fall short in just about every way. Also, the movie sucked. Insomniac, please don't hate me. I love pretty much everything else you produce. 
I love you. Everyone else, suck a dick. I'm out. <laughs> wow. Ratchet and Clank sucks? That's really what you just said? I mean, I get that's a hot take. That is a hot I, take. I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game, but I did just purchase all three of them for the <laughs> PS3. So I'm looking forward to that now. I uh, I got the. Uh, I didn't movie. know there was a movie. Is there actually a Ratchet and Clank movie? Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't see it. I think it's on Netflix or some <clears throat> streaming thing. Um, the uh, I, I had the remake. I got it through like a PS Plus thing, I think, and uh, did not enjoy it at all. I, That's crazy. I like, the remake to me is incredible. I love it. Everyone it's a loves platformer, right? It's it's a it's an action platformer. It's an not action like, platformer, yeah. right? So I yeah. think we're I think we've solved the mystery. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and the platform. <laughs> it's not even the platform that sucks. It's the fucking combat. I hated it. Oh, the combat's uh, so good. You can shoot disco balls first... and make your enemies dance themselves to death. <laughs> one of one of the first like big combat situations I got in was like me coming up a hill, and if I got too close to them, they would fuck me up. But I couldn't shoot them from far away either because of the goddamn hill. They couldn't get over the lip of the hill. And I don't know what shit you're like talking that, about, just but I things. bet it's in the first level, whatever you're talking about. I'm sh Yeah, it was pretty early on, but it was shit like that that would just piss me off continuously. And uh, and honestly, I just felt I didn't I, I didn't attach myself to any of these characters. They kind of annoyed me, to be honest. Uh, I don't <laughs> That's know. That's shocking. Just, <laughs> That's shocking. I'm yeah, sorry, I, didn't, I just, did not enjoy. Man, that's rough. I don't know. That was one of the games that I uh, I think I platinumed it on PlayStation. Oof. I really liked that game. And going back to it, I've, I've tried to return to it and being used to like PC controls and stuff. It do, it is an adjustment kind of getting back to the you know, the third person shooter sort of I don't know. Yeah. on the console for me uh, cuz <laughs> I, I don't play with a controller enough to retain the... my my excellent <laughs> Did you play the Seagulls? Skills. The seagull or the sequel? The sequel? sequel, yeah. Oh. The seagull. Did you play the seagull? <laughs> do, do you mean the PlayStation Five game? Yeah, it's it's a how can I an amazing it? simulation? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Was it a PS Five only? I'm pretty sure it was like the PlayStation Five. It was like the first real like next gen game, like the way the SSD of the PS Five could handle the transitions of like going oh, I... in and out of rifts and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was like a. Yeah, I'm pretty both. sure that wouldn't be possible on a on a PlayStation Pro or PlayStation Four. Um, Damn. But I've heard nothing but good things about that game. Is that also a disappointing game to you? Well, I don't know. I haven't played that one. Oh, you should. I don't you plan. Can. I don't plan on it either because the first one sucked. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it's better. So sorry. Let me just let me just uh, let me just clarify here. Are you saying you're saying that the Jack or the uh, Ratchet and Clank remake sucks? Or are you saying the whole franchise sucks? The whole well, I, I was the first game. I, I I played the remake, so therefore, yeah, I guess the remake. I never played the original. I okay. also I don't know how much is different. I think it's a pretty true. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's probably snappier and better in the remake, but I'm, I think the gameplay is very similar. <coughs> if you didn't like one, you're not going to like the other. I'm pretty sure. I'm pr probably that's why I'm not planning on it, but you never know. If I get that one for free, I'll maybe give it a try. I mean, maybe my all kids those games like are what? They're like 70 bucks now, all those games? Like, mm. yeah, that's a commitment, man. That too, that too. Can't <laughs> believe. <sighs> Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs>
Ian, I want to hear your opinion about the crazy Canadian lady who thinks she's, she's God or whatever. Have you heard about her? <laughs> what? No, I haven't heard about her. <laughs> yeah, she's some like... I don't know. The queen. Sounds reasonable to me, though. I think she goes by the queen. She's like the queen of the world or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Just oh, watch. She's going to end up being some sort of eldritch monstrosity. Oh, I'm <laughs> queen of the world, eh? We're all going to be the, the butt of that joke. Uh, she's going to be the... Uh, Man, I, the most God. the most polite Cthulhu. What's the name of the blood, the first Bloodborne boss? I, I I totally blanked on it. The what Is it beast? The, the, uh, the, the cleric beast. Cleric beast. Yeah, I was gonna call her the cleric beast, and it was gonna be mildly funny. Yeah. And then I and then I choked on the name, and it wasn't funny. And I'm gonna it's like Vicar Amelia. Yeah. Vicar Amelia was a badass boss fight. Oh yeah. Well, actually, I don't know how people actually feel about the boss fight itself. The boss itself was cool. I like. Yeah, the the, con the conceptual uh, yeah. angle. I definitely struggle with those uh, those big floppy Bloodborne bosses generally, but uh, I mean the design, just the conception of the like the character design is always so cool. I beat two bosses in Bloodborne. Who? Me. Well, who did you beat? Was it Cleric Beast and Vicar or and uh, Gascoin? It had to it was, be. Yeah. It was the Cleric Beast and the dude in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah. That's Father Gascoin. That was a really cool touch that they had with the uh, the music box. His daughter's yeah. music box. I liked that. Yeah, I liked how it cool. wasn't super obvious. Like you kind of had to keep yeah. your eyes open for it. Like the first boss in Bloodborne. Like the first boss. The first boss. Blood, the boss boss in Bloodborne. The first boss in Bloodborne that gave me trouble was the uh, Blood Starved Beast. I think it's called. The blood Starved Beast. Yeah. That thing's yeah, man. That rough. thing. That thing scared me. And it, it moved so fast and it had like the poison as well. Like it would spit poison out and shit. I don't know. It's been a long time since I played Bud Budborn. Okay. Budborn. Budborn. <laughs> That's a nice fucking reefer. <laughs> it's like Bloodborne directed by Seth Rogen. Budborn. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much the show. Uh, we're going to... I don't know if we're going to release any other kind of mini episodes between now and the end of the month or not. If if not, because I don't know how crazy it's going to get. I'm, like, I know Josh and Ian, you're doing the Game Jam thing, which, by the way, we have not talked about. If you wanted to say anything at all, Josh, about that. Like, what are you up to with that? Uh, yeah, it's just a, uh, me being completely inexperienced in uh, making games um, and, and Ian having experience making games. I was like, hey man, you want to like carry my ass through a game jam? He was like, yeah, sure. And now he regrets it, I think. <laughs> but, uh, I think you're, I think you're doing, uh, I think you're doing quite well, all things considered. I was, uh, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you were going to like, you know, get two days into it and get, you know, just like fed up with the, the coding aspect of it, but you have not. And that's it's, awesome. Uh, it's still, I mean, it's rough. I'll, I'll be honest. Every time I go into it, I'm like, I get like halfway down some bullshit and and then Ian comes in and I'm like, I can't figure out what to do next. And he's like, well, let's not do this and do this other thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's why I try to hang back there because like it's it's good. Or, or like or like the other day you had done that, uh, the UI, the one way. And uh, I really tried. I really tried to figure out how to get that shit to work. It's the way that the tutorial was telling you to get it to work. But I, at the end... But this is the thing. If you hire, like, I'm not even, the, I'm not like a real programmer. If you like bring a real programmer onto a project, like, God forbid you already have shit coded.
because they will want to come in and redo <laughs> fucking everything. Like, it's just part of it. But um, yeah, the game jam is um, it's a hundred and six dollar game jam. They always bump it up a dollar every year because it's the sixth game adventure game jam that they've done. It's all That's adventure sad. game band jam. Get, 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 fuck, game jam based. <laughs> you said the gay band? I th- I said gauge band or something. Oh, I thought you said the gay band. I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, uh, and the theme is <laughs> the theme is uh, a stranger in a strange place, and and specifically you have to be someone who is lost in a in a foreign culture, foreign to the player, I should say. Um, which made me and Ian laugh. Sorry, Vance, if you're listening, because I have I know Vance, the the guy who runs it. Um, but sorry if you're listening, but Ian and I laughed because it was like that's like every adventure game ever. Yeah, it's sort, of saying, it's sort of like saying you know the theme of the like you know horror game jam is that it has to be scary. Like, <laughs> like yeah, there are exceptions that sort of prove the rule, but it's still. Uh, uh, but no, I mean, I mean, obviously there are there are adventure games where people are, I guess, in their own uh, in their own familiar world. Um, What's that game I, I was playing? Uh, Nor- Norco, I think it was. That's such a fucking awesome game. Yeah, that's like that's up there the game of the year for me this year. I thought that game was sick. Technically, that's like in their own hometown, so you know. It is, yeah. Yeah. How do you know Vance, Josh? Because I met I met Vance as well. We did Indie Fireside together twice, I think. Um, yeah. Um, I think the first time I met him was through when I was doing Indie Game Right. We were also doing um, Indie Revolution Expo, the the digital indie convention. Um, and then I think he submitted one of his games for that and he just kind of stuck around and listened to the show and he was a fan for a while and then um eventually he got modded and eventually i was like hey uh, i'm thinking of doing this like indie game book club type of deal um and that's what indie fireside became where we just uh kind of sit down and analyze or overanalyze certain games uh, that were like ten dollars or less or something like that. So that's where I discovered both the Void and Lisa, which have both been indie shouts for me on this show. And the Void is like one of your favorite games of all time. It is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So oh, yeah. there, have that, Vance. Tell Vance to listen to this podcast. Maybe not this episode. <laughs> this might be the first episode <laughs> where I actually go in and delete some things. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, Ian's like Ian's weird reaction really gives me pause. All of a sudden, I'm starting to like get anxious about it. Uh, but that's probably cut out of the show. And dear listener, you have no idea what we're talking about. So, but yeah. So look forward to hearing uh, from us again. Uh, probably on the 29th. I think is the date that I said it was. Right? Yeah. That that should be uh, the official. Return. Yeah, it's a bummer that you know that we're not going to be doing episodes between now and then. But honestly, like I'm doing the freelance stuff and it's all new work to me, so I, I really want to be able to sort of. I mean, make if you sure guys want to hop on here next Thursday, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll see how it's going. It'd the other, okay, th- the other thing is, I uh, I wasn't going to say anything because I wasn't sure. I, you know, I haven't gotten the official word yet, but I'm pretty much 95 percent of the way. Uh, to getting a, like a freelance IGN gig, which is a, you know, a huge deal for me. So I want to make sure. Congratulations, man! That's, mm. that's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I don't know what to expect, so maybe I'll be bitching about this, you know, by the <laughs> time we record the next episode. But uh, <laughs> no, it's just it's cool, and uh, I just 
I'm going to take this whole game jam sort of podcast break as an opportunity to kind of nail down and, you know, make sure I'm putting good stuff out there. Ah, but yeah, so that's, uh, I guess that's been a podcast. Um, ew, that was a Ryan thing. <laughs> Ryan ends all his videos like, well, that's been a video. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. My bad. Also, Ryan, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say, ew, that's like a Ryan thing. <laughs> oh, man. Please don't take that personally. That was not. <laughs> Trim that one right out of the final edit. Oh, no. I'm just. I'm if gonna... you're really going to edit stuff out, you should just bleep it and let it be like, just like the other thing. <laughs> Ryan's going to be like, like beep, beep, what? Beep. What? Fucking down the ramp. Konami. Konami. <laughs> this is a weird fucking episode, but you know what? I'm here for it. Um, Yeah. I don't know, Ryan. Uh, you should come on the show someday. <laughs> just you and Ian. Just do a, an episode. <laughs> and play, play Among Us. The Playing time. Among Us. Um, but yeah, I guess I have a, an outro that I can play. I never get this right. I'm never ready to hit the outro button. Can I interrupt it, you again during the outro? Uh, I mean, there's no reason this time, I guess. <sighs> but uh, you can uh, find everything you need to know about this show at I Guess Games on Twitter video version of the show may exist on the Wizfish Reviews YouTube channel. That's at youtube.com slash Wizfish. You can send us any questions, comments, concerns, ideas, anything at all. Send that to gamesiguesspodcast at gmail.com and I promise one episode we will read them. Uh, don't forget you can find Josh over on Twitter at Joshinya. Ian's over there as well at Discreet Infinity. And of course you can find me over there at uh, the underscore Wizfish on Twitter and just Wizfish on YouTube. Uh, thanks for being here and uh, I guess we'll see you soon. Say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Boy. <laughs>